0: Okay, so we are now Backstreet Boy in sync. That's what it is. <laughs>
1: Don't go for bye all, bye we're bye. All for one. We're just getting started. Okay, so so my damn like I got a little Facebook rant because I try to stay off social media besides our stuff, and I come across this. You can keep your In and Out. I'll be at Shake Shack. Like, what is the big deal about like Shake Shack and In and Out beef? Like, what? what why do people like think they well, gotta see, like, complain the beef about? See the in
0: beef is very
1: fresh. Well, I know it's the I most should fresh. Have said beef, but it's like, why? Just enjoy what you like. We 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 need to bring a first world problems back because I oh, I that, keep finding these stupid like little brands like you keep your in and out okay, that's your. It's always what a always
0: Whataburger that I hear, but yeah. it's it's the East Coast West Coast thing.
1: Yeah.
2: What's but, that bullshit of like? It, everything has to be a team-based sport now. Like, if you're if you're not on the side that's the good one, you're the bad one. Tribalism. It's not. It. Yeah, it's not enough that you like your thing; you have to hate everyone else's.
1: It's like, oh, I really like Shake Shack. No, it's no, no, no. You keep your in and out.
2: <laughs> First off, No one likes Shake
0: Shack. That's okay, like closed over here. First, no
1: steak
2: and
0: shake closed. Shake Shack is
1: oh, legitimately
2: uh, fucking uh, amazing.
0: No. Is that East Coast also? I don't think. Yeah, I,
2: I think one. the closest one to us. Okay, actually I, there's there's a couple in California now, but I know the up until I feel like recently the closest one to us was in Vegas. But it's uh it's really good. It's a Vegas, really good yeah. hamburger. You know what else is a really good hamburger? Uh in and out. And also five guys. They're all very good hamburgers that I want for different reasons. And you know what? I prefer five guys. Oh, I know you've had five guys in your mouth. What up, Alex High Five. Whoa. Ooh. I forgot to mention their meat. What oh god,
1: gross, I just meant the hamburgers. <laughs> so god, good. Matt. Matt, we're trying to have a nice conversation here.
0: Speaking of VD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did it. (laughs) Welcome to a very special episode of Three Hours Later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex. Hello. And Mike. Oi! And uh, I think love brought us together today for the most part. We're going to be having a Valentine's Day-ish episode. Alex has some questions, uh, some theme questions prepared for us. And then, you know, we're not really ready for a full review, so we're going to do some micro-reviews for the first time and see how this goes. Y'all, books are hard. Books are hard. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm cheating. I'm doing doing the audiobook.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually got the audiobook as well, but I, I, I don't know. I don't like the, the guy's voice compared to my, my, my head's voice. I finished yeah. the book. I was fucking with you.
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: I'm probably going to finish it by the time we record at this point.
1: I'm on chapter nine. I'll uh,
0: I'll get into it more once we actually do the episode, but I need, I just need better reading habits. I don't have, I don't, I don't know like the best way to get myself to read
2: more. That's my main issue. Oh, I I, own a
1: lot of books that I've started and I'm nowhere complete.
2: Same. I put together when I, so we moved into this new house and uh, as far as we're like, we have the front room is now done. Nothing else is done. But in that front room, I built like a little reading area and I have utilized the hell out of it. It's uh, in the room that's ev- that everybody would be in, but it's facing away from the television and away from everything. So I still feel like I can be part of stuff, but not be distracted.
1: Here's my problem I started reading, but I started thinking about other things. I do I that too. And then also, my, yeah, like if page. anyone
0: is talking, my my brain just stops reading. Like it's literally pauses on the, the word I'm on.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be reading. It's like, and I know I went over the words. I was like, hey, that did not retain whatsoever. I'm over yeah, here doing my like master's you. and I don't know how I'm doing this.
2: But anyway, i us like, re- start with some questions.
1: <laughs> well, Let's whatever, do nerd. it. <laughs> Bring those questions. So my first, you know, Valentine inspired question is, who was your first celebrity crush? And this question was brought to us by Toys Were Us podcast.
0: Hi, Toys Were Us.
1: Toys Were Us.
0: Jeffrey.
2: Well, you have been drinking.
0: Not, not a whole lot,
2: actually. <laughs> nah, you're drunk. Just nah, I'm just
0: playing. Hiccup.
2: Um, I realized we didn't discuss the order we should probably answer these questions in, so we're not talking over each other. Why don't we just continue that same order, so we'll go uh, Matt, Alex, Mike.
0: I thought I'm last.
2: Wait, that's Alex what I meant. Mike, Wait, hold on. It's Alex. You're drunk. God. Are we? I, okay, for real, I am drunk. Uh, Alex, Mike, <laughs> Matt.
1: So I'm, I'm Okay. Okay. Uh, so, my, Alex, answer your own question. I opened a bottle of wine answer. to cook with, and I
2: had to drink all of it because you can't store wine. One for you, one for me. My okay, first celebrity so crush. I apologize oh, for, pink uh, for destroying it.
1: <laughs> damn it, Mike. My the first pink... celebrity crush.
2: <laughs> damn it, Mike. <laughs> okay, hold on. Stop. I stopped. Okay, Alex, go.
1: My, my first celebrity crush was the Pink Ranger. Amy Jo Johnson. Go
2: uh, on. Yeah, like what? What about her? <laughs> well, okay, that sounds <laughs> gross. <laughs> Alex, uh, it's mainly the boobies. I want I you to get real, get real serious. What about her? Did you like?
1: I think it was. In, it was 1992. I was gonna so, say,
0: say no more for '90s kids. Like we all get it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's dude. She was like the like if you were growing up watching Power Rangers, she was like she was the pink ranger damn it like you put her on a damn pedestal because uh, i was five and <laughs> I, I think honestly if i was being like realistic her smile was just like so genuine so like happy and that was it It was like you oh dog. shit, like she's she is beautiful and has a nice smile and then she kicks ass and i married a very strong woman so you know that kind of just played on the rest of my life
0: and she morphs into a pterodactyl sometimes or whatever
1: yeah oh man <laughs> ah, just sometimes that's when i know to get her chocolate <laughs> i uh
2: <laughs> see the funny part is i want to make f- i, I want to make fun of it like okay power ranger but i mean the reality is like even me as somebody who doesn't give a shit about power rangers i still know her i knew when you said pink ranger that you meant like amy joe johnson like i know who she is because i was older and she's purdy mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think my first like celebrity crush and this this really ages me it was like it was punky brewster and it was just google that real fast i just it was just because i thought she was cool like she was this weird orphan girl the show is terrible but i just remember very vividly like watch like i was obsessed with that show um if we're going like (laughs) non weird old person stuff uh like wonder woman was like my first like
0: Ooh, linda carter
2: yeah actually yes that specific version of wonder woman um because when i was growing up that stuff, that was in reruns and i would watch it and i just remember like watching it and going like that that woman's awesome like she was so cool and she fought crime and i know as an adult that show was just horrific but even to this day like i have a weird soft spot for wonder woman as a character because of linda carter as wonder woman in the original show
0: wonder woman. good answer good answer
2: oh see i prepared <laughs>
0: So mine, uh, actually, the first one I did write down was the, uh, the the Pink Ranger as well. But I knew that I wasn't going to be the only one. I had a feeling, Alex. We're like but, the uh, same actually, like
1: age too, so we grew up yeah. watching them with a lot of the and, same stuff.
0: And I think I, I had a few um, growing we up. Good dog. <laughs> um, I think one of the other top ones would be like Topanga from Boy Meets World.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, a weird one that really it just sticks with me. Like I think it was very like formative for me for some reason. But do you remember the the movie uh The Warriors of Virtue? No. So it's just, it's a uh, I was looking it up today it's actually a really bad movie but I watched it as a kid. It was a kids movie. It had some it was like a rip-off of Ninja Turtles almost but it had like these kangaroo people and this kid travels through some world and there's some war going on with these animal Holy people and this bad guy.
2: Shit. I do remember <laughs> this movie.
0: <laughs> and so there's like a princess or something in there and for some reason she just sticks in my head um as like one of the the points of my life as a child like of, of attraction, I guess it was mm. just weird.
1: Huh. Oh my um, god, not, I dude, never watched it.
2: You br- you just fucking broke me because I swear to God I've imagined that these characters were in Tank Girl. It's really weird too. I was looking up the pictures and like gifts of them. I was like, oh, this is a, this is a nightmare place. A
1: kangaroo?
0: Yeah, yeah, like kangaroo what or like wallabies hell? or something. I'm kind of yeah, scared looking Fu.
1: at them. Matt, this is
0: upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one that just kind of stuck with me was uh, Padme
2: on uh, Phantom Menace. Oh yeah. I'm, so, I'm I'm obsessed with Warriors of Virtue. I'm looking at toys <laughs> of it right now. Like
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to rewatch it pretty soon just because the the question, Alex gave us questions earlier for, so we have time to think. And that just popped in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't thought about this movie for like
1: <laughs> 25
0: years.
2: Well, Alex broke the podcast with that question inadvertently because this Better is not <laughs> awaken something in <laughs> me. Wel- welcome to Three Hours Later, a Warriors of Virtue fan cast where we just watch <laughs> Warriors of Virtue and talk about it. Three
0: hours at a time. It's only yeah, an hour and a half. We
2: watch it twice a day. <laughs> oh my God! This is this is the rest of my night. All right, all right. Sorry, God. This is incredible. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for this gift. Welcome.
1: <laughs> I've never seen it, so I may have to look into it. Um, another one too was uh, watching. Uh, I would watch Nick at night, and I would watch the Wonder Years and Wendy Cooper. Wendy Cooper, you gotta. I don't know. Yes, so it was a, I, a nice girl I next door agree. type of vibe. I forget she her actual name. Yeah. She is legitimately
2: the girl next door.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't watch a whole lot of Wonder, Wonder Years back in the day. I, I caught some episodes, but I didn't really. It, it was like, this is bedtime
2: kind of, kind of show for me. So what would you do if I sang out of tune? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just give up and walk out. On of, m- I get it. I get what, it.
0: Now. One of my coworkers <laughs> sings that song, but he sings the wrong lyrics, so I don't know the actual lyrics.
2: All right. Do you have any of those lyrics? Because I kind of want to hear them. What would you do if I sang at a zoo? Not really. I'm pretty okay with that. <laughs> All right. I like that question. Alex, give us more questions.
1: Sounds good. So question number two. In your mind, who is the most iconic superhero duo? And now I was kind of toying with this idea of now do I ask the power couple of one's a superhero, hero, one's not a superhero? Do I ask both being well, so- superheroes? Or, so to
0: go back to the, uh, the 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 actual question that we mean like couple right not like, yes couple you know yes. Batman Robin
1: right Captain the Sunshine, actual Wonder Boy ha- having to be a superhero both of them uh, take on the responsibility but also be in a relationship so I'll start first um to me uh, and this was in more recent years is a Bat I'm sorry uh, in more recent years it was Batman and Catwoman. uh they're kind of tough beginnings and just kind of interchanging uh into a re- relationship and how batman has kind of morphed over the years and has kind of let his guard down with with catwoman uh selena kyle and that has been developing over the years and that's been really interesting to see
2: yeah the batman catwoman thing like up until a few years ago it was just kind of interesting uh interesting idea but nobody ever did anything with it and especially in the comics lately they've been really pushing that um, really hitting the uh, like the idea of what happens to this guy who says he's a loner even though he's not because he has a million kids around him when he like actually lets himself fall in love and care about somebody. it's been really good.
0: It's so weird you collect so many cats collects another child
1: <laughs> right He's like the weird like kid lady <laughs> like the cat lady is now just a bat. having a lot of kids (laughs) yeah
0: that's where the millions come from it's from the uh checks from the government from all the kids
2: (laughs) that's why i like the death of the family storyline because it was finally somebody referenced like hey it is really weird that this dude says he's a loner and it turns out that he uh all he does is collect family members to get killed (laughs) and they did it not not in like Venture brothers way (laughs) (laughs) um i think mine it's like a tie between two of them like like my my iconic uh duo of like people that are in love and all that stuff, like a couple is Superman and Lois Lane. Like I love DC comics. I love the character of Superman. And I think in the perfect way, Lois Lane makes him a better character because she links him to humanity. Like no matter what else happens, she is the adult version of his parents where his parents made him a good person, even though he's this powerful alien, she keeps him a good person. Um, Plus she's just super strong on her own. Um, The fact that they constantly show that she is as smart or smarter than him, um just really cool but honestly like the first thing i thought of when you said this was invincible anatomy
1: yes like, I, I really yeah. wanted to do that i was was you know i love invincible and i i use it for almost like every example now but yes their their storyline is, is so great it, yeah and they go through so much over the course
2: of that series and like you always know though they they love each other like even when they have mm-hmm. like cuz they have ups and downs like insane tragic things happen to them but you know, at the end of the day, they always love each other. And it's just so well written.
1: One of the best um, like pictures of that series was him with his daughter. And I, I just, I honestly want to just take those screenshots and like frame it because they, they capture those moments of of what they created. And then obviously, you know, it, it kind of encompasses to to a child and the way he's just, you, you get, a break from all this like action and drama and you get this really sincere moments with him and his daughter and then um adam and eve comes back after having you know mom's knee breaks too and just coming back and having that time again like as a family as a whole uh, was really very like human for a comic it was very uh, it was probably like four or five panels but it really brought home how much goes on around that world but how much of a break some people need
2: well, so. yeah, and you have, like, a comic where you have a, a dinosaur scientist blow up a city, <laughs> but the stakes aren't that. The stakes are, will Mark, like, be a good husband, boyfriend, father. Like, it's so wild how they put this insane universe around it, but really, at the end of the day, it's just about, like, a dude and a lady who love each other, and they have a kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Gross.
2: <laughs> yeah, they did a sex once. No. Who you like, Matt. You so think my,
0: um, instantly the first uh, superhero couple that comes to my mind is Gene and Scott Summers. Um, I think just growing up with the X-Men, I, their relationship was a very big deal in the the cartoon. And, you know, her kind of, well, they won't they with, uh, with Wolverine. But I don't know, that's the most iconic one I could think of. Um, second, I kind of misunderstood the question. I didn't really catch the superhero couple part, but I would still say, Peter Parker, Mary Jane is another very iconic uh, couple for me.
1: Oh yeah, no, definitely. I was um, I saw a poll recently on Twitter who was like, "Who is Spider Man's greatest love?" You had Gwen, you had Black Cat, and you had Mary Jane. And right. one one comment was really um, it was it still kind of was perfect. It was like Gwen was just his it, it was first love, but didn't love Spider Man. Uh, Black Cat um loved Spider Man, but didn't didn't love Peter Parker and Mary yeah, Black Jane cat was, was
0: more of a cat woman type of thing where Yeah. Kind of used used her, uh, uh, feminine ways to kind of distract Spider-Man sometimes. And it was like a more of a, not quite true love, I guess.
1: Yeah. She's just like the superhero part of it. And, but then like the person behind the mask, but then Mary Jane was, she was a perfect balance of both. She loved Peter Parker and she loved Spider-Man. She loved, she knew that life and that yeah oh yeah you couldn't have spider-man without mary jane
0: and breaking news from mike there's an article asking did marvel quietly make wolverine cyclops and gene Gina- polyamorous
2: so i ship that the the reason people think that is in uh, the most recent x-men number one there's a layout of the uh, the summer house where all the x-men live and if you scroll down the page i sent you guys there's a the floor plants like a circle and interestingly enough, rooms 10 11, or 10, 11, and 12 all have a door that goes to the outside wow. area, but also have doors that go to each other.
0: Damn mutants. Ruining my Christian values.
2: I know. And well, if you really notice it, the way that rooms are numbered, it's Cyclops and Wolverine's rooms border jeans, and each have a door into Jean's room.
1: <laughs> oh, I see that now.
2: Yeah. this. Uh, I'm telling you guys, I've talked about it a few times, X-Men got cool. X-Men was always cool. Oh, no. They got real cool, and now they fuck. (laughs) Like, they've always fucked, but now they fuck together.
0: Now they're fucking cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're we're done with your, like, who does Gene love? Now it's who doesn't Gene love. Who does Gene lust? I just think it's the idea of, like, Wolverine and Cyclops being in a relationship is really weird to me. And by weird, I just mean, like, it made me question things I wasn't prepared to question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you guys ready for question number three?
2: Hell, yeah, I am. It's actually, wait, I'm
0: not, like, it's in my head now, like, Wolverine as a lover has to be terrible, right? Like, just too
2: aggressive. But that's why you also have Scott, because you have somebody who's always going to be saying, like, um, are you okay? Is that is that okay? Are, are you okay? Yeah. Is, is that good? Can, okay. Can we can we turn the lights off? Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this doesn't usually happen, and then Wolverine's just in the corner, like, my turn. <laughs> just keep hearing, like, Optic Blast and Berserker Barrage. <laughs> yeah, just... That's where they got the samples from. <laughs> this is Gene recording. Okay.
0: All right. I'm ready for the next one, Alex.
1: Oh, <laughs> good. Uh, if you could make a couple from two characters from different universes, who would it be?
2: Who would it be, Alex? Tell me the answer, the objective who correct answer. Who would it be?
1: I was going to say a, a Hardy Quinn and Deadpool would be just funny to see.
2: I never thought of that, and... That, will get hey spoilers for later in the episode you're not wrong i think that's really smart
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I, I mean i think just the interactions by themselves would be awesome and and then harley's crazy ex couldn't kill couldn't do anything to joke to deadpool just
2: yeah that would that would legitimately be a fun fight to to read yeah oh how yeah how good is like joker combat wise uh just scary. i have he, In the books, they usually make him just more force of nature. Like you, it's hard yeah. to fight him because you can't, you can't guess what what he's gonna do.
0: Because I feel like that's gonna be like the meetup of Deadpool and the Joker. Like Joker's gonna be like, oh, ha, ha, I'm scary, but I make the joke, and then Deadpool just like slices them in half without saying anything.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it'd be over pretty fast.
2: Man, that's a really good one, Alex. Like I had not thought of that. Now it's all I it's all I want to think about. You've actually replaced Warriors of That's now my new <laughs> thing tonight. i writing a fan fiction. Write it um, down. Are, add the kangaroo people. <laughs> oh God! They ride the kangaroo people into combat. <laughs> uh, so so mine um is going back to my first answer. Like I think it would be Wonder Woman, but with Thor, just because I think that would be like that would be insane because they're essentially the same level in each of their respective universes, where they're quote unquote gods that aren't necessarily gods that are but far more powerful than everybody else. They're both like really... Wonder Woman's actually a demigod?
1: Well, look. Mike? There's so many Mike. versions. <laughs> no joke. I had playing? actually two two couples that I was going to uh, suggest. My first one was Thor and Wonder Woman, and I'm so glad I went with Harley Quinn and Deadpool. I, I, I am too. too.
2: We get them all out. <laughs> but yeah, Thor and Wonder Woman just feel good because they feel like just like uh, Harley Quinn and Deadpool. They're the same level. So it's like this is like a king and queen level versus like Harley and Deadpool are like a hurricane come to life.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh, those two together would be scary to fight against.
2: Oh, yeah. They rule the world, man. Like more even than like a Superman Wonder Woman dynamic like Thor Wonder Woman. That's just that's just uh, Greek gods now back on Mount Olympus. I feel like you got to like
0: retreat to like a, a 10 mile a safe time, 10 mile radius when they're banging.
2: You just see a storm cloud hit, and you're like, "Shit, get out of here!" Not again. <laughs> who you want to see? Who you want to see? Get down, Matthew. So I'm not really into the whole like
0: shipping thing, so I've never really put in a whole lot of thought into this, and so my answer is no different. I just, in my head, chose Piccolo and someone green for Piccolo, and that's Ms. Martian. I literally have no other thought.
2: That? <laughs> All right, so Alex, do you want to be the one that? Makes Rat or Matt confront his uh, racism, or shall I?
1: Uh, you go for it. So,
2: you're saying only green people can be with green people, buddy? Hey, my Ooh, best friend him. is <laughs> I'm Just, uh, It's not a good look, my friend. Not a good look. Your <laughs> best friend's Gumby.
0: Maybe oh. it's not a good look. Green skin is beautiful, Mike.
2: Oh, shit. It's been flicked him. Me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, I only know Piccolo's name and. What he looks like, I know nothing about that character. So I will accept that your answer is good. <laughs> I have, I, I will give it my seal of approval, but I don't understand it.
0: I mean, Pickle is basically a kind of um, Martian manhunter, I guess, but he doesn't have like the same powers. But Alien, another planet. Everyone thought he's bad guy. And now he's a good guy and kind of the wisest one of the group.
1: It's like Dragon Balls mo. It's like you're a bad guy, but later on you're a good guy. But
0: what? then like. we defuse you and we keep the good part of you or something well that
1: checks out since goku's
2: just superman
1: android 18 damn seriously all of them every (laughs) single one of them oh and that uh that question was from i understood that reference podcast so thank you for that that was a good question i don't get the Uh, reference well yeah at least you understood it um this was kind of uh, it could be a quick one it could be not i don't know does a comic slash tv show need romance so when I was thinking, so when I got this question I, I immediately thought of Arrow, the TV show Arrow on CW that I think finished or is going to finish here soon. I have a lot of episodes to catch up on. But the romance on there um, was what fizzled out a lot of fans. It was too much. It was like, won't they, will they, won't they, will they? And it it just kind of killed the buzz of like this this TV, TV series for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's kind of around when I fell out. Was uh, with, with Arrow, I, I, I got way into the, the first season at least, but then I, I like Felicity. Felicity was one of my favorite characters, but they did make the show more about her than anything. Yeah. So they kind of fall out around them because of that.
2: Yeah, I. It's a weird answer because I, I don't want to go like hardcore like no or yes, but it is. It comes down for me like if the show is built around that, then absolutely. Or if you have a good creative reason to do it, yes. But if it's just to make like strife it sucked like because everyone talks about like Ross and Rachel from friends and i hated that because all it was ever there for was to um it just felt like it was there to give them something to be mad about or to fight with or to have but the characters weren't important to it versus like i'm rewatching new girl right now and in new girl Jess and Nick like you know from the first couple of episodes like that you want them to get together because you're like oh you two belong together not just like he said he liked her. That's a character I liked. They need to be together. Like it was an actual, like real reason in the show for them to, at some point, get together.
1: Yeah, I think I'm my, my the, answer. I'll uh, would... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go. I was
0: gonna say I, I'm I'm around the same area. I mean, is it necessary? Not not really. But if it is, like yeah, like uh, Mike saying, if it's like the main part of the show, of course it is. But if it's just like um, I don't know, any other. St- if it's just, like, something that seems like it's tagged on at the end, like it's an afterthought, of course not. Um, I can't really say whether or not it belongs in a type of me- me- medium, though. Like, it's difficult. It, it's, you know, romance is one of the uh, the main, um, I guess, pushes for a story. It can be. But also, yeah, it can't just be something that's tagged on at the end just because, I don't know, a producer somewhere is, like, they, they, need, to do, they need to do kisses or something.
1: Yeah, like my answer would be if they if it's if it's done right. I mean, relationships, romance, it's part of life. So I I get why comics and TV shows would focus around that, but it's got to have a natural flow to it. It can't just be, oh, they're together now. Um, this this revolve shows around their relationship, and it's sometimes it doesn't feel as organic as it should be. Uh, much like we're just talking about with um with Invincible, um you could tell that they were, um, you know, they developed as friends and then, um, all the way to the end as a family. And so you see that progression. And if there's not character growth or development, then that doesn't really lead anywhere as opposed to arrow. They got together and it just made the team fall apart and they got back together and they fell apart. It's just like any other relationship, like either break up or, or I don't want to hear about it anymore. Take it off Facebook.
2: Yeah, well, and in my opinion, it needs to be, like, it can't be that y- that the fans want the characters to get together. Like, that's a terrible reason. It has to be that the characters need to be together. Like, they are yeah. better characters together organically than separate. Exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, like, um, a good bad example would be The Rise of Skywalker with uh, Reylo. Yeah. Necessary. Mm-hmm.
2: Dude. Yeah. The, where it's just this thing where it's, it's cool. But all that was, is for people that were shipping them to be like, Oh, they kiss versus saying these are two characters that are lesser than if they're not together. Right.
1: So let's go the through end. our d- <laughs> next question. Um, and this is the last question, by the way. So what is the most uh, memorable romantic scene in comics or video game? Uh, so I'll start first with this one. And, in recent my in recent memory i was playing a red dead redemption 2 uh you get arthur who's kind of like the rugged like you know main character that you play but he's always had a soft spot for i forget her name right now was like mary or something i don't know but you kind of see that play out of if you play the side missions you see that uh he he comes to her rescue several times and it's always been this kind of like if they lived in a different type of um, world or different times or if circumstances were different, uh, they, they would have been together. Down that
0: old Town Road.
1: Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Yeah, it just ended up not working out. You know, it, it was it was kind of powerful for for a video game um, having that kind of like. He definitely. They both care for each other, but you kind of knew where it was leading from the beginning. Uh, just families, different tiers, uh, rich, poor, uh, different kind of lifestyle. So that was that was kind of cool to see in a video game. And also just seeing the it's not I guess not the same as a romantic scene or relationship, but almost like the Master Chief and Cortana is one I remember. Just they've always been uh, a part of each other, um, and then Cortana like makes like a physical uh, being of herself to at least finally touch Master Chief. I think that was just a that was just kind of a crazy thing to see in video games, and kind of goes beyond with just uh, the support you have for one another. It could go beyond. So many different uh, aspects of video games, and I thought that was always pretty cool to see.
2: Can I change one of my first crushes to Cortana?
1: Oh God,
2: yes. (laughs) I'm actually really glad you brought up uh, Master Chief and Cortana because I couldn't think of in video games like a romantic couple that I was really into. But like that, that does make sense. Like that is that is such an insane like real love in that series. That's one of the reasons I play it.
1: And she thick. (laughs) So that helps.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think for mine, uh, so I'm gonna go back to Superman again. Like Superman is is just the greatest goddamn comic book character in all of all time when he's written correctly. Like I get why people don't like him, but um, my favorite Superman comic ever is All Star Superman. It's just a beautiful like I think it's a 12 issue story of basically the end of Superman's life written by Grant Morrison, and like you can tell Grant Morrison loves and gets Superman, but one of the things he does is in issue three um superman who is dying gives uh lois lane essentially his powers for a day for a day she has the same powers as his for 24 hours and it's just this really beautiful segment where she sees the world the way he does and it's not about that he gave her the power to like lift a mountain or to you know punch a hole through a wall it's that he gave her the power to see the earth with the same beauty he sees, it, like see the 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 essence of every living being on the planet, and for her to fully, for real, understand why he protects people, and it's just this really like, it's not a sex scene, it's not anything like that, but it's just such a romantic, beautiful gift he gave her in that that, it's it is to this day one of my favorite comics of all time, is this specific issue of All All Star uh, Superman.
1: Damn, I gotta read that. I watched the Deep.
0: animated movie. Which is also really good.
2: Animated movie is really good. It is like 75% as good as the book, in my opinion. Like, it's it's really good, but the, the book is so amazing. Like, if you want to love Superman, watch it, read it, do it.
0: Yeah, and it's like a one off thing, too. Like, it's completely yeah. encapsulated in its own story. And,
2: and it doesn't take place in continuity. So, all you have to know is Superman good, Lex Luthor bad, Lois Lane girlfriend. Boom. You're good. To, you're, you're off to the races. Matt, like. <laughs>
0: Um, I was actually really afraid for my answer because I thought Mike was going to choose the same thing, but I'm happy that you didn't. Mine is just going to be Han Solo and and Princess Leia, the whole, you know, I love you, I know scene.
2: You'd think I'd pick that, and it's it's up there. That was like, I was flipping a coin going between that and uh, Superman Lois, and the the Superman Lois just fucking stuck with me.
0: And I think um, that one kind of connects with me the most just because I'm, that's kind of how I am. I'm kind of a Han Solo. Like, I'm just kind of direct. Like, I don't really dance around stuff. And so, yeah, the whole like, I don't know, I feel like it's supposed to be like a big reveal in the movie and it kind of is, you know, Leia's, I love you and Han is going to get frozen in Carbonite and he just says, I know, and that's it. That's all we all need to know. Um, it- while we were talking about Master Chief and Cortana and Mike said that there's not a lot of good examples or not, not many examples that pop into your head of video game romances, one that did pop into my head during then is actually um, Dom from Gears of War. And his I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say the romance. Oh, my
2: God. Even, even though like you're talking that, video games, you said Dom, and I immediately thought you were going to say Toretto. <laughs> and I was like, no, if, Dom and Letty is not a he great couple. He's just like,
0: he just loves family. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Dom from Gears of War, like, one of the only times I've cried during a video game was during that part of, was it three?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I believe it was. And
0: if, if they did that wrong, it totally would have seemed like a shoehorn thing because I think Dom's actually really the... Um, The main character of that game like you're playing as marcus but i feel like it's really dom's story because most of the uh the the missions are you trying to find his wife yeah and the end of that part and the end of dom's story is just completely heartbreaking but it's like a it's a good example of how you should do a romance or can do a romance in a video game
2: yeah it's um you know that that's a good game like god gears 3 is such a good game it is its
1: And that's not even to include the bromance that him and Marcus shared, too. Yeah. Uh, Right. Marcus saw that. I was like, oh, man, I feel that. I
2: think,
0: yeah, the title of the mission or the achievement that you get right then is like uh, Brothers Forever or something about Mm -hmm. brothers to the end or something like that. And just, yeah, God, like just thinking about being back at that time and and playing. I only played it the one time, but it's still like one of the most memorable things I've ever done. Mm -hmm. And just I feel that heartbreak still. No, well, I get that. These a fictional, like, broody
2: characters on on. Xbox. And what's really funny <laughs> is if Chainsaw you think about dude. it, like, yeah, <laughs> that that is the ultimate like dude bro game. It's like, oh, right. it's a couple bros killing killing guys, being bros with their chainsaws. But it's also like one of the weirdly most emotional, like, male male friendship, like deep connected friendship. And then like, yeah, I want to change my answer to this one now. <laughs> I'm picking Dom and Marcus. It's very romantic. You know, they want to smooch, but they won't do it.
0: <laughs> fun fact I, I never saw any um, advertisements for the first Gears of War I was just at a GameStop and I just it was like a bone saw moment for me like I just see this cover with this dude with the chainsaw bayonet on his it, gun it's like what the
2: hell is this give me you got a <laughs> gun knife <laughs> yeah all you, you, I did was enter my name did you Porto then How. did you then point at uh, point at Final Fantasy 8 and you're like this is what a gun blade looks like you dick
0: non, 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 non.
2: Ah, those are good questions man I like those good job well, thank you. We thank did you. It.
0: Thank you, Alex. Did it?
2: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like going going into this, I was like, I don't know how Valentine's Day themed questions are gonna be. Like these might be cringy. Like those are those are legitimately really great questions. Those are fun to answer. Now I'm sad about Dom. I know,
1: <laughs> but, but that's dude, the end look. Of this episode,
2: le- if Dom dies, Letty's gonna raise Brian, and that's what's important. And maybe uh, Han gets to be Dom. the cool uncle.
1: Just call me unk.
2: Morbius Pit,
0: Lazarus Pit. That's what I meant to say.
2: How is there not a Lazarus Pit in that series yet?
0: We'll do uh, one break, and this is when I will add our Friends of the Podcast commercial. Do-do-do-do. Boop.
2: Are you a true crime addict? Do you find yourself talking serial killers and missing persons at parties only to be met with uncomfortable smiles? Well, find your tribe on True Crime Snack Time, a daily podcast that gives you a little true crime snack to chew on. From January 1st to December 31st, you'll find out what happened on this day in true crime. Short, sweet, and chock full of crime. Join me, Allison, on True Crime Snack Time. We're available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow True Crime Snack Time on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Crime Snack Pod. And remember, keep your friends close and your snacks closer.
0: And we're back from our uh, commercial break. Thank you, that podcast that we heard the wonderful promo for. It listen is... to them.
2: such a good podcast. I don't know why you wouldn't listen.
0: You'd be dumb not to.
1: Don't be dumb. Don't be anyway.
2: dumb. Listen to... True Crime Snack Time. It's so arr, good. Arr, arr, arr. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I, I'm glad you go to the exact same place I go to with that one. <laughs> I either do the Atlanta Falcons or the, like, welcome to Camp Krusty. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into some little baby reviews now yes oh okay Alex what have you been up to my friend what have you what have you seen done watched what you want to review
1: so so this was a bit a bit not my usual take but I took my daughter to watch Frozen 2 at the theaters this weekend uh, this past weekend and she was like really high for it she wore her like Elsa dress it was a whole thing it was awesome Um, yeah I
2: couldn't go with you because I couldn't wear the same dress she was wearing it's
1: just it's not done (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I cover know.
2: myself in snow for no reason. I got no
0: invite. <laughs> um, so I missed the whole um, the Frozen thing. I'm not like against Frozen. Like I don't, I, I don't have any issues with it. I just never had any drive to to watch it. Um, is it like is it good? Like it's good. Would it be it's an good. Adult I person's, mean... uh, worth an adult person's time just to check it out because I I do like you know a lot of the Disney cartoons like Big Hero Six is one of my favorite ones. It's, well, weird. it's not on the same level of Big Hero
2: Six, but it's good.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think the first one's very more like upbeat. Uh, the songs are freaking catchy as all, all hell. But the second one, it almost takes a little edgier, a little darker of a twist because the whole, the whole thing is that on the first Frozen movie, uh, they're in charge of this this kingdom. It's it's their whole economy is evolved around um, ice. Like ice is their economy,
0: and
1: <laughs> ice, ice. So uh, no, singing under pressure. Their, their mom and dad, king and queen go out and they never return. The two daughters, Elsa and Anna are having to head this kingdom and um, Elsa has magical powers. She creates ice. She's a mutant. And that's kind of like the whole thing with the, with the first movie was like her controlling her powers and the, the kingdom kind of accepting her for, for these powers. And, and you know, that, that was it. I mean, just trying to survive other people trying to take over. Um, But the second movie really goes back to the source of her power. Like, how does she get power? Like, where does that come from? And so kind of goes on to, you know, how did her parents die? What did they uh, die for? Uh, Because it was was a mystery. They went on a boat and just never came back. And
0: my parents went on a boat for a gallon of milk and they never came back.
1: (laughs) My dad went on a boat for a pack of smokes. And so, there's a there's a conspiracy theory out there. And if you guys are not familiar, I'll give you the highlights uh, real fast. So...
0: I think I know it, but I'm excited to hear it.
1: So, and it involves all around is her parents. So, Anna and Elsa are Rapunzel's cousin. I'm not sure how that ties in. Hopefully, someone, Disney fan, uh, kind of clues us in on this. But... Um, the The reason that the they're in a the kingdom, there was they were going on a ship, was because since they're Rapunzel's cousins, they're going to her wedding, and there was, um, I think actually in the movie there was like a ship or something that's supposed to resemble the same ship that uh that their parents went on, and so that's where people are trying to tie in that that this is like like Marvel cinema, the, like the Disney has their own uh universe that kind of loops in with with one another. And so it was on the way to Rapunzel's wedding that Anna and Elsa's parents shipwrecked. It was on that shipwreck that Ariel sees the beginning of Little Mermaid. So they kind of get stuck um, on this island, but they didn't, uh, they didn't die. Uh, They were just shipwrecked. They were able to survive and they washed up on the island and gave birth to a son named Tarzan. They, and they were later killed by that wild, a wildcat. So that's kind of this whole, you know, like whole conspiracy is how it's all looped together. So so anyways, that, that's a conspiracy. In Frozen 2. 2- yeah, I've heard about that uh
0: uh sorry, to add on to. I I've heard about that conspiracy theory and yeah, a lot of it hinges on to um the boat from Frozen. Again, I've never seen it, but I I've, I've heard this before and yeah, the same deal with Tarzan. And then it reminds me of the other one for Pixar which has to do with the Pizza Planet truck. Oh, yes which appears in like all of Everywhere. them. And so it makes me wonder what happened to humanity for cars <laughs> to
1: happen. Yeah, because that's another yeah, conspiracy, right? The humans gross. did live at one point. Did you see, it's gross. And
2: then- <laughs> the, the car- no, the cars are disgusting. If you look at the way they have to work, they're disgusting. There's clearly humans in that world because otherwise, why did the cars get invented the way they are? It makes no sense. I can't go to Cars Land at fucking California Adventure without getting angry about it. Humans <laughs> designed it and then they died, and the cars are somehow a hybrid and it's gross. <laughs> are
0: they like organic? Like if I opened up a car's car door, would it be like brains inside?
2: I think it's gonna be a weird deformed human. <laughs> Canada!
1: Well, and Frozen 2, so the whole thing with the kingdom is is that she also gets this magic, right? She controls ice. Again, she's a mutant. But Uh, was the source of the power. And that's kind of what drives the story in Frozen 2. There's a siren that calls out to her, to Elsa, and wakes her up. She hears it all the time. (laughs) And, um, okay, so I have my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory is that this siren, if you slow it down, it sounds much like the Tarzan yell. Um, I'm not sure if you guys want me to play it. Um, I have them both. I'm
2: down for it. Play it.
1: Okay, let's see here. Give me, give me a second. I'm gonna switch I this over. I can
2: feel it calling in the
1: air tonight. So musical today, Matt. <laughs> oh, okay, I got my laptop speakers working. Okay, so here is, um, Aurora is the name of the song. Oh, Into the unknown, I mean, is the Frozen two. So you can hear the siren in the song. So, so I'm gonna play the Tarzan uh scream right now so give me a second i
2: i really hope like i like that because I, I think disney came out and they were like oh that's not a shared universe blah like all that bullshit because they don't want to encourage it that's got to be the filmmakers going like all right well disney can say what they want but we're making the movie
1: Am I crazy, though? Si- Does that sound no, similar? No, no. I, I
2: I, think I think you've got a point there. And I think it's it, – i I'm willing to bet that is a – on the level of in Hobbs and Shaw when uh, Jason Statham talks about – he points at like the um, Mini Cooper and he's like, oh, that's from another job I did. And you're like, ah, I get it. <laughs> it's that same kind of thing where they're like, we can't say this, but hey, right. here you go. Yeah, like we, they could have no done nudge.
1: so many different things, so many different things different. And it just, to me, it's, it sounds like it. It's it's probably Tarzan's kid that has magical powers too or something calling out because you never see who's actually singing the song. Like, I, I don't know how close of attention I was paying to Frozen 2 because my daughter was <laughs> getting a little antsy towards the end. But I don't think you ever see the person singing. I think it's singing. the chicken from Moana. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think that's, uh, all it was. that's my conspiracy. Uh, I hope someone could chime in and uh, tell me their thoughts because it, it's quote unquote proven that it's not connected, and I say they only said that because they're gonna continue connecting the dots. And I'm not Papa falling Disney for said it. Said to. Mm-hmm, so okay, yeah, that's what yeah, that's what the it's lizards real. want you
0: to know, want <laughs> you
2: to think. So as a as a non three year old girl, is Frozen worth my time? Then do you think if I like the first one?
1: I say so. I I, I say so. It's catches hell well, I'm excited 2. I,
2: I'm I'm gonna let you guys know right now as soon as we're done here I'm going to go watch it tonight so Frozen
1: 2 is obviously not as good as the first I think that this music is is, is better on the first um but I do like the lore of Frozen 2 and I gotta say um this Frozen Kingdom this uh I forget Arendelle um they're, they're the most powerful kingdom I don't know who who go toe to toe with them because after you watch Frozen I 2 fight you, they're like the X Men out here. They're going to go against the Fast and Furious squad. No. Mm hmm. It's happening. But uh, they're, they're so... seriously like, what Snow White has talked to Deer? You got ice. <laughs> you <laughs> I talk to Deer all the time. I don't think they understand castle, me. Right? And they don't talk back. So um, when I saw the yeah. first
2: one I didn't think they left it necessarily I mean I didn't they didn't leave it like they didn't, they didn't close any doors or anything but I didn't watch the first one and go like oh clearly they're setting up a sequel, but do they do that in this one do they set it up for like hey clearly there's gonna be a frozen three
1: um, I, I think there's definitely things you could explore in that kingdom for sure uh, because it's so magical I mean you have anywhere from like trolls to people have different abilities almost like how the force is is very different depending on the person like people have different ability they don't necessarily talk on it too much um but (gasps) kristoff ends up having almost an ability that someone else has shared which is kind of cool but they they focus a lot on the elements um besides ice which is cool and then what what those like i don't know if they're like demigods if they're like spiritual beings I, i don't know what but she has them all on her side and i don't know
0: is is elsa is elsa the frozen person the one with the ice powers
1: yes and what
0: Al- if-huh she's the great great ancestor of frozone <laughs> my
1: god that'd be incredible Does
2: she ever scream and ask where her super dress is
1: <laughs> not that i remember
2: Anna where's my super dress
1: she says like where's my sister can't oh. find my sister
2: yeah that's there
1: no, no F-bombs, oh. though. Oh. Mother flurry.
2: Do they at least do the Spider-Man Homecoming style? Like, right when you're about to hear the F-bomb, it cuts to credits and it just plays a really cool song?
1: <laughs> I,
2: like, Elsa, I, uh... Elsa's like, I'm so cold, mother. <laughs> it's so then, cold.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the snowman pops up with, like, a uh, InfoWars-style talk show.
2: Yeah. I like hugs, and here's why, fuckers. <laughs> um so that my well, that's my frozen awesome, 2 dude.
1: conspiracy that's I'm, all i I'm got
2: excited to watch that
1: let me know your thoughts
2: oh no don't invite the thoughts man then you have to read comments and those are always bad
1: yeah well yeah the
2: thoughts man like t-h-o-t <laughs> <Yeah>. i i <laughs> um so all i've been up to the last rule the last week is uh moving turns out that it's a very involved process um but what places I did, right I it's not like <laughs> Yeah, like it's just it's just this locomotion thing. I'm practicing it, but I'll, I'll get there eventually. Um, no, I, I the one thing I was able to do this week uh, in terms of fun was I found some time to go see Birds of Prey, and ah. I really liked that movie, which is wild because I really don't like the DC movies by and large. And I think that with this one, we have to officially admit the DC EU is actually kind of good, because now we've got like. Aquaman, which was which was fine. It's not a great movie, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Shazam, which I truly think is fantastic.
0: Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a good one.
2: Um, Wonder Woman, which I really liked. Wonder Woman eighty four looks really good. Birds of prey. I like half of Wonder Woman. Yeah, I like Wonder Woman up until a certain uh, airport fight happens.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But um, but I still like enough of that movie. And like the no man's land scene is so fucking cool that all that everything else. That's go. one of
1: the best scenes. Yeah.
2: Well, then like. They made a movie and in all of their in all of their press, they're like, oh, look, this isn't a sequel to Suicide Squad because they know how toxic that movie is in terms of like it's known to be a bad movie. Guys, this movie is straight up a sequel to Suicide Squad, like straight up a nice. sequel. They reference the events of Suicide Squad. Oh, sweet. And it's better for it.
0: Well, I expected. I mean, it's it's Harley Quinn, like.
2: But they they made this weird. They made it sound like they were going to be like, look, it's her, but it's not going to be in the same universe. Like they they tried to do all this weird like, backpedaling. And then when you watch the movie, they didn't do any of that. Like this movie feels so the opposite of, um, uh, Rise of the Skywalker, because all that movie was was an apology for the uh, the Last Jedi, that I don't think it needed to be. This right. movie doesn't only not apologize for Suicide Squad. It's like, fuck you. That movie happened. Yeah, it sucked. She's better now. This is why. Like, it uses that movie to make her a better character.
0: Do they do, like, the whole Deadpool thing where they kind of make fun of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' roles in the past? They, they like... don't
2: make fun of the roles, but they make fun of, like, that Joker. Like, they, they make a point of, like, you never see Jared Leto's Joker, but it's that Joker. You see, like, the back right. of his head. They, they reference things from that movie. And the only thing they come back and really make fun of is like, isn't the Joker just a dick? Which is wild considering like last night, uh, Joaquin Phoenix won a Academy Award for playing the Joker in a good movie. But like, it's so weird how this movie and from the beginning to the end, it's 100% just like Deadpool, especially Deadpool 1 was. The reason I love that movie, and I hate the character of Deadpool in the comics, but I love that movie because all that movie does is say, we're going to have fun, come for the ride. And right. it, it sticks to its guns the whole time. This movie does the same goddamn thing. Within the first few minutes, it's Harley narrating her own life, talking about her backstory. She a literally Fabulous
0: emancipation.
2: Well, actually we're gonna change that in a minute. Um, but she <laughs> it, it just does this really good. It even does things like it does the uh on screen character introductions where there's like graphics that pop up around them. But in this movie I, l- I love that well, like in Dare in, in not dare, Daredevil. Um in uh in <laughs> Suicide Squad, I don't think like it felt like they were doing it because they didn't film those scenes. They didn't film anything to tell you why you should give a shit about the character. In this movie, they filmed it to tell you in a better way. Like it'll show a character and it's all like, This is the character and this is their name, and here's why he hates Harley. Um but the whole like the the real quick and dirty idea of what the plot of the movie is is it begins. Harley and the Joker have broken up, and for this is the first time where she's like, "No, this is the real one." And so, how can she, they break up? They're the perfect couple. Well, she finally mm-hmm. realizes they're not. Oh, also, they make Good her smart her. because she is a um, she is a psychologist, so she actually right. is a smart. She person. has a doctorate. <laughs> yeah, she's not dumb, and they really push that in this movie. Like, she's crazy, but she's not stupid. So, in this movie, she does something in the very beginning that is the official like. Not only are we broken up, but I'm going to make sure we can't get back together. And then the rest of the movie is about how now that she doesn't have the, the quote unquote protection of the Joker, everyone's after her. The GCPD is after her. Um, all the criminal underworld's after her. And most importantly to drive the movie, Black Mask is after her. And goddamn dude, you McGregor in this movie is incredible. Um, he is just psychotic joy but also one of the scariest villains I've ever seen in a movie um,
0: Chris... and then for people that don't know Black Mask he's he really he's just like a, a criminal mastermind he doesn't really have yeah, the he, he,
2: he's just he's a he's a crime boss he's a crime boss right. if a crime boss was in a world with Batman I went like oh, I'll wear a mask Yeah, me um, too. his uh, number one lieutenant is Victor Zaz oh. and holy shit this movie gets that character because he is straight up terrifying like he thinks he is like releasing people from their mortal like form and like helping them ascend and that's why he like it's this fucking movie is so good like every character in it is great um their interpretation of huntress is unlike the comics and i think phenomenal uh their interpretation of black canary same thing very unlike the comics very unlike arrow but incredibly great does she Um, do a lot of her powers no uh, no, and I won't get into when it happens, but she does have powers. This is a world with metahumans.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I'm sold, Mike. I'm sold. But yeah, d-
2: guys, like go watch it. And the bummer is that despite this movie getting damn near universal acclaim, it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. People love this movie. It didn't do It didn't do badly. It just didn't do as well as they wanted it to do this opening weekend. And it's a bummer because like everyone's shitting on it, but it's still made back almost its entire budget this opening weekend. But one of the, so as we were recording earlier, I pulled up an article on it because I just want to see if there's anything new to talk about with it. Um, did you know its name changed what? today? No. Yeah. So the actual name of the movie, as I saw it, is Birds of Prey, and then a parenthetical and the fabulous emancipation of one Harley, Qu- or Harley yeah, Quinn. Uh-huh. So now, as of today, the movie's official title, if you go buy tickets, if you look at any of the marketing, it's now called Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Because I think they realized that as cool as the title was, maybe it didn't tell what the movie was about, which I think is... A st- right. I think that's stupid. I think that's not giving people enough credit, but whatever. If, if it makes more people see this movie, I'm down. It's just wild because, like, I know two other movies that have changed titles, but they both waited to home video to do it. Because, like, Ghostbusters 2016 is officially known as Ghostbusters Answer the Call um, because they can't confuse it with original Ghostbusters. And uh, <laughs> um, Live, Die, Repeat... or. Wait, is yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow uh, yeah. became "Lived I Repeat" on home video, yes, and now it's yes. it's literally called "Edge of Tomorrow: Lived I Repeat." Hmm. Or that's the one,
0: that's the one that threw me off when that came out. I just yeah, or I'm like, this it is this another movie? But Harley the
2: Quinn. I mean, I yeah, get so, the so this is called prey. Harley Quinn. I get it. Birds of Prey. Yeah, but uh, yeah, dude. If you if you if you like Deadpool, it's great. If you like Harley Quinn in the comics or in like the the animated shows, like this gets very very close to that. Um,
0: Check out that new cartoon, by the way. On uh that's gonna watch. This and, show uh, is. Yes,
2: and that's what this feels like. This feels as goofy as that, but it doesn't have Batman in it because then it becomes that show. But it's really good, yeah. and it is very, very R rated. Mm-hmm. Um, And the last thing I want to say, like, so the weird thing I don't think anyone really talked about with this movie going at least I didn't see it in a ton of reviews. In addition to just having a really good cast, really fun story. And just, it's just a fun movie. You can tell they loved John wick because all of the combat in this movie is so overly choreographed and it's awesome. Like I loved it so much. Like it's cool watching a movie that just full on is comic book fighting in a John wick style. John Wick is actually kind of comic booky. Oh, it's absolutely—he's absolutely a comic book character, and that movie is a comic book movie. It's just an original IP. But yeah, this this movie, guys, like for the for for real, please go see it. Like it is. No, I'm so excited. Um,
0: that's the whole reason why I got to push off uh, editing this episode is uh, tomorrow. I think we're gonna go watch it. In you're 40X. pushing it off
2: because it's important that we release the episode on Valentine's Day, Matt. Like you're a softy. Yeah.
1: Good job, Matt. That's. It- It's a good job. It's a good thing. But yes,
2: go see it tomorrow. You will enjoy it. It is a super fun movie. There's a scene in one of the, there's a, a part in one of the fight scenes that is somebody that does have long hair that I appreciated. We're in the middle of a fight. Uh, Black Canary's oh. hair keeps popping around, and Harley just looks at her and goes, "Hair tie," and just hands it over to her. And I was like, "I get yeah, that." It's in the
0: middle of a fight. Uh, someone posted a GIF on like Reddit or something. and I saw that. that. That was pretty cool.
2: It's one of those weird moments where I'm like, "Dude, they get these characters like yeah, such like, a, that makes sense." Such <laughs> a stupidly good character moment where you're like, "Yeah, they're friends. They're fighting together, and they see this is happening. Duh! This is such a dumb, fun thing to do." It, it's like it's this movie's equivalent of um, uh, this movie's equivalent of uh, when when Cap and Thor switch hammers okay i get the big one yeah where he's just like oh you you take that one. one oh you fall down sorry sorry <laughs> i forgot the microphone is in front of my mouth and i try to take a drink of water <laughs> i'm so excited i am i love this fucking movie i i'm i'm excited for my days off to go see it again
0: yeah so hopefully by tomorrow i will have seen it yeah yeah yes all right so i i did a lot um i haven't I started a lot of things that I didn't finish, Um, so I'm just going to run through a a (laughs) short list of it. Started the first episode of Lock and Key, which is good, and they just made a lot of weird small changes from the comics. Like making it take place
2: in Washington instead of uh, Massachusetts and not having it take place in Lovecraft?
0: That, like the whole like friend groups that they find, Uh, Sam Lesser seems more like a sympathetic character than in the comics. Um, They find different keys right off the bat.
2: Oh, there's keys straight up that don't even exist in the comic that they find in the first episode.
0: And then um, Dodge just, like, is out. <laughs>
1: yeah, like <laughs> 20 minutes in. I'm out. Yeah. That was easy. Uh,
0: so I did that. Me and Stacy have been playing a game called Simulacra 2. It, it, it's pretty good. Like, it's a, it's an indie game where you find someone's phone and that person was murdered, so, possibly, and you're trying to solve the... Uh, the murder using her phone and going through all of her files and stuff like that. Oh, dang. Oh,
2: yeah. dude, I, I, hold on. I think I literally just started playing this game too. I have to go look at it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Giant Bomb actually did a review of it. Like the day after we started playing it, which was kind of funny.
2: Yeah. Cause I, I, that's a weird genre that nobody talks about is those found phone games. And I freaking love them.
0: Yeah. I loved uh, sim Simlocker one was one of my favorite games that I played that year. Just cause literally me and Stacy were like Papa Sylvia. Uh, silva it up right now we have yep. a bunch of pieces of paper just taped to our wall I literally just clues. downloaded
2: this game like a week ago I haven't started it yet
0: um, I started playing Observer which I'm going to wait until I'm done with Simulacra 2 to finish because it's another like kind of murder mystery but it's uh, kind of a Blade Runner cyberpunky dystopia and uh, Rucker Hauer is the, the voice of the main character and you're trying to solve a bunch of crazy murders in there It's just it's kind of like a walking walking simulator, but you got detective vision. And I rewatch Equilibrium for some reason, and that movie is so dumb.
2: (laughs) It it, it is dumb, but in the best. You know what it it was better in a world that John Wick didn't exist in. No, it was better in a world that
0: the Matrix didn't exist in. Yes,
1: it was just (laughs) John Wick Matrix knockoff.
0: Yeah, and that that was the thing. I in my mind, I thought that this movie came out before the Matrix, and then like the Matrix just kind of shattered it. But no, it came out after the Matrix. Came and I don't know why. Pretty well. It's still fun, too, didn't it? Yeah, it was like uh, Matrix, was like '98, I think, and this was like 2002, and uh, it's it's still like we still watch it. It's still fun. It's just when they get to the fight scenes, it's just like, oh my god, what is happening? Why? But anyway, my micro review is kind of a first, I guess. I'm just gonna list off a beverage, a type of beverage that I've been drinking a lot of over the last year, I guess. Um, is it water? This was a type of water, <laughs> a hard water, if you will. Oh, hard water stains. Uh, Watch out, that's ice. And uh,
1: <laughs> so this
0: was throughout the, the the whole last year. Um, none of this was recently. A lot of my review is from hard memory, but I'm gonna re- be talking about hard seltzers because I, fi- I feel like there's like a, a rise in these. Oh, yeah, in, in, since this Dude, last the number, market really, is exploding. Before
2: Loco got involved,
1: oh no,
0: oh man, that's that was the end.
1: You got the Locos versus the White Clouds.
0: Okay. It's
1: it's tough out there.
0: Versus the Truly. So uh, this is in no specific order, but this is a description and a slight um, review, I guess, of of each of these. So the first one on my list is Truly, which was created by the Boston Beer Company, which owns Samuel Adams. It's a 5% ABV. It's not great. I've had the majority of a 12-pack sit in my fridge for a month, and I only drank them when I was too lazy to go to the store for something better. Uh, the flavor is hardly there compared to the other seltzers. It's like someone whispered grapefruit into a can of soda water and then closed <laughs> it. Uh, there's a weird aftertaste of it, but it might actually be my brain trying to imagine more flavor at the end. It's kind of weird. Ooh. It's kind of like when you see like a, a cut circle, but your brain still completes the circle. That's what my brain was trying to do with the flavor.
1: Like a like a scratch and sniff kind of uh, sticker. How like you scratch it and you're like, I think that's strawberry, yeah. but we never actually know strawberry. Like strawberry doesn't have a scent. We just kind of fill that. It's in. kind
0: of like that, but then like at the end of the scratch and sniff sti- st- stickers uh, life, when it's like been scratched out and you're trying to just imagine what that scent was. <laughs> uh, so next up is the crowd. Ooh, I think Mike just opened up one. It's the crowd favorite, the White Claw. Created by the Mark Anthony Brands, which owns Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, it's five percent. I think this is the harbinger of the hot girl summer of 2019. This is the the this is I think what caused the rise in the popularity of uh, the hard seltzers.
2: Oh, a hundred percent, especially once they were like, there's going to be a shortage.
0: Yeah, and that was a big deal. Like there was an actual shortage, and not quite riots in the streets, but maybe riots on the Twitter. Um, I think they're decent. They're they're refreshing. Um, they have a respectable amount of flavor. They're kind of the good uh, landing point for a hard seltzer. But they're not the best one out there. Um, next up is the Natural Light. They made a, a hard seltzer. It's a 6%. It's as bad as what you would expect it to be. Uh, the untru- unnatural flavors are overwhelming, and it tastes like a car- carbonated cough syrup. Don't oh, recommend it.
2: God. That sounds horrendous.
0: Um, next is the High Noon Sunsips. It's made by E N J Gallo Winery. It's a four point five. It's delicious. Um, I'm unsure if this is considered a seltzer though. It's more of a cocktail. It's sparkling water mixed with real fruit, fruit juice and vodka. They're a little bit pricier for the four pack. I think they're about like twelve bucks for a four pack, which you know you can get a good. Damn, yeah, for you can four get pack a craft beer for a, a six pack at that pr- that price.
2: I paid fifteen dollars for a beer the other day, so I'm okay with it now. It's the I life agree. I live. It was um, Toga. Se- no, yeah, it was uh, no, it was here. It was a Toga Sequoia. Oh, some dude in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, midnight, Midnight Lightning. Um, I don't know, man. It's got a lot of uh, a lot of alcohol in it.
0: Yeah, the uh, all the lightnings from Tyoga are really good. There's uh, the Lightning Rush is my favorite, I think. So next is uh, so the Four Four Loco released a super hard seltzer. It's a twelve percent, which is a wine. Yeah, well, that's so the beer I had
2: is the same thing, but this didn't taste like trash.
0: So this is headache in a can. Avoid this poison and get something better, like the uh, the lightning beer. Unless you want to experience the novelty of it. I mean, that's something you bring to like a, a, a party, just like, hey, everyone, check out this. This is pretty gross. And they're like, yeah, it is.
2: Thanks. Yeah, I feel like that's the one you buy when you're like, look, my only objective tonight is getting drunk and I can't handle beer. It literally took me three days to drink it. Oh, God
1: damn that was so is way that the too cool long style mountain that is does two that the days mountain Dew too long style
2: top that you can
0: reclose no i had to put it i just left it open it stayed carbonated but i i didn't want to finish it i just kind of kept it there i was like all right well there's nothing else um, it says on the can that there's a hint of black cherry to it but the straight up was a shot to the face and it tastes like a disgusting medicine
2: well what you didn't realize is black cherry is the stripper that mixed it by hand i'll take it <laughs> and also is a man <laughs>
0: So it's a lot like how the uh, the natural light was, but it's twice as bad, which makes sense since it's twice the alcohol volume. Um, the effects of the alcohol really sneak up on you, like a wine, so take heed.
2: Well, and I think that like it de- that's what defeats the purpose of the hard seltzer, because I think, th- I mean, the reason I like it is that it's it's very light, it tastes pleasant enough, and it gets me just drunk enough.
0: Right, so that's the whole, yeah, that is the whole point of a, of a hard selt- seltzer. It's just kind of like, I kind of want to get a little bit tipsy, but that's it. I gotta drive later or something, or you know I don't wanna <laughs> yeah exactly puke everywhere, but this is gonna mess you up, and that's all of them uh I think my top favorite one is the the high noon uh sunsets just because like i said it's uh it's more of a soda water mixed with fruit juice and vodka and it just has the best flavor and it's the lightest one it's a four point
2: five hmm hmm hmm. Where, did you,
1: very good, did very you find detailed. all these like at nice. Save Mart
2: or like what store shall I go to to find it? Or, or um, do I have to go to multiple well, stores? I think most of them
0: were at my MGA liquor store. Uh, you can find a, a lot of them at Save Mart too, but that's where I got most
2: of mine. Okay. That is good to know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking for new drinks because I think I'm kind of over White Claw right now because I do want a little bit more just liquor out of my liquor, but also I'm not in the mood for a uh, Four loco, so <laughs> I'm trying to look for the new in the middle. There's gotta be something in between a four logo and a white claw. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the high noon. Well, that is good to know. But that's what I did. I drank booze. You're a drinker. So here's the next step. Uh Matt, you didn't know oh, about did this step? Me? Uh, this uh this is an Would you claw me? Oh shit. <laughs> Alex is on to us. We gotta go. Do the socials, we gotta go.
1: Find us on Twitter at the number three HRS underscore later. And on Facebook and Instagram, the number three HRS underscore later no underscore on that one uh for all of our links it's link tree link tr dot four slash three hours later all spelled out and patreon mike take it away
2: uh patreon.com slash yeah slash sorry patreon.com slash three hours later uh we're gonna have updates this week with the february stickers on it and uh that stuff will be going out in the next week or so
1: that's all i got uh, I- can't wait i can't wait to keep i want to see it in person like how how that prints the fresh smell i need to make like i need to make a video of that doesn't just smell like that great people's snickers i want to smell it mark just let me smell it
2: <laughs> any sticker is scratch and sniff if you try hard enough uh-huh. all right i'm a go now all
0: right we'll be back next week with a review of our first first book i'm i'm feeling the series. <laughs> um <laughs> video night
2: all right bye everyone Good night, everybody.
0: What do you mean I can't have my keys? <laughs>